Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is... Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Shades. Welcome back, Sketch. Thanks for uh, joining us on another uh, another pit stop, another geeking out midstream. Hope you're all hanging in there. We hope you're well. We hope you're you're safe. We hope you've been able to do something with your hair. Yes, that's the important thing. As we uh, we really got into last week. My my, we did we did uh, my we really my, did yeah. My uh, fun fact: my barber called me today, letting me know that he's reopening on the first. Oh. I'm going to wait it out a little bit longer, but, right. uh, yeah, there's yeah. hope for those of you yet with that, who have run out of toilet paper and hair gel. There you go. The world, uh, <laughs> the world marches on. So guys, if you are uh, joining us, quote unquote, live, then, uh, you just listened to, uh, a big episode. Oh my goodness. Fun episode. Jam packed. Uh, with uh harley quinn yes we and unpacked uh, the series and the birds of prey movie with and our we joined yeah very special guest zara fuzzle thank you so much for being our guest zara and truly a lot of fun talking to her she brings uh, always always a so certain much fun. a certain energy and um positivity that I don't often get to speak to <laughs> in this podcast. So um, thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Thank you for brightening the airways. Thank you for uh, for keeping this thing on the rails and, and uh, giving Sketch someone positive to talk to. And honest to goodness, um, you know, you and I, we we talk as fans of these things. Right. And Zara is also a fan, but she's also she. I know. We can't deny that she's she's in it in a way that we are not in it, right? And it is fascinating to hear. It's um, uh, it was so interesting to to listen back and um, and you know, one of the benefits of these COVID times is like also being able to watch back, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, while I'm editing, and it's uh, it's interesting like you and I both like almost fanning and then pulling back like don't go there um just like going to the fillers like i could listen to like those stories all day i'm just so fascinated like whenever we get like a behind the scenes tidbit and and we got quite a few of those longtime listeners you can head over to our patreon and and hear an additional uh half hour uh of our conversation with zara fuzzle uh, who was exclusive footage uh audio call it Audio is not footage? No. Only video is footage? I believe so, yes. What do you call audio content, then? Uh, Tape. Oh, exclusive tape. There you go. Uh, Even though, I think, fun fact, no longer any tapes No no tape. No. All digital. Okay. It's like hanging up the phone and rolling down the window. Yep. And going out to see friends. (laughs) All just... (laughs) Too soon, Sketch. People don't know what those idioms mean anymore. Wow, that is that one hurt. That one hurt. So, sketch. Anything uh, to add? Take back about Harley. Uh, Just a moment of clarity, actually. Um, Okay. And we talked about like um, how what what I can't remember whose big question. We talked at length about how Cassandra Kane 
swallowed that diamond mm. and how you've done some research. No, just in thinking about it, um, clearly Harley was already in possession of the diamond before they went into the 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 restaurant. Okay, that was that was a ruse. You think so? Yeah, that was that was like the setup to get her out of there. But Cassandra still ate the diamond at some point. You know, like, did she or didn't she? I'm wondering if she ever actually ate it or if it was just also stuffed in that that cast. It's possible. And once again, Harley is the one telling the story. Exactly. She's an unreliable narrator. She can be as... uh, gross as she right. would like to be but, she's uh, the one telling the story exactly but my my hot take at this point is that harley was in possession of the diamond before they went into the restaurant it was just too it, quick it was all just too quick it was quick see the way i watched it was i i still thought she had the diamond in her gut and i just thought um they stepped out the back the diamond hadn't necessarily made its reappearance yet. Gotcha. Um, so I think you and I are saying the same thing. The yeah. the, uh, the bathroom scene. Yeah, it was a ruse. N- not when. That's not when. Right. Uh, right. Right. Harley became uh, in possession of the diamond. Yes. Either um, either before or sometime after. But that yes. yes the that the bathroom scene was uh, was a red herring, if you will. There you go. There you go. Hot take. Yeah hot take did i use I that have, correctly i think you did okay thank i you. uh i don't i don't think i have anything else i mean we got into it we really got into harley we did and um in listening back i don't think there was anything we didn't touch upon and there's absolutely no take backsies on my on my uh nope my part i i'm with you the the only thing I'll say is that um, season two of Harley Quinn is delivering in big ways. Um, okay. so I still I'm, haven't started season two. I'm so. current and um, I am I am excited and interested to see what happens next. Well, um. Maybe that would. Uh, I think that's a good us, segue. Bring, bring yeah, us, yeah, right into like some big news from uh, from this week. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, first, first and foremost, there, I'll just say like the DC Universe service. Um, I don't know what the point of it is anymore. We had yeah. the revelation that Harley Quinn is airing on Sci-Fi, guys. Which is, I mean, that's just straight up bullshit, guys. I paid for a year of service. It's supposed we, to be exclusive content. We have. It's 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 starting to get embarrassing, right? How much we right. defend DC when they do this shit to us, right? And it, it's and still my it's it's still my my comic universe. Like I appreciate Marvel, but it's still my comic universe. I think and, it's the it's the world and the stories and the characters that we're defending, but right. we, the real world. Oh DC as it exists in our dimension. They're the villains of yeah, stop it, guys. It's getting so hard stop to it. say positive things about the DC yes, universe. It's getting hard to defend you. It's embarrassing, now, right? So we're of course talking for starters about since our Harley episode came out, I realized that 
Harley, uh, according to my Tiva, which alerted me that, hey, this might be a show you'd like to watch. <laughs> uh, the Harley Quinn animated series is playing uh, on sci-fi. So if you yes. have cable, there's it airs one of their exclusives that's out there. Um, and then the other big news to come out this week, of course... Hashtag, the Snyder Cut is real. The Snyder Cut is real. Holy shit, Sketch. It is being released in 2021. And And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, guys, the DC Universe flagship movie that ties together the entire DC Universe, truly a remarkable marketing ploy on DC's part to bolster sales of the DC Universe streaming. Yeah, you would think exclusively available on the DCU service app, whatever the fuck it is. You can't the watch it on PlayStation. Have been asking for it, let's give it to the fans. Where are the fans? They're on our They're exclusive on the- streaming content. <laughs> no, HBO Max will in, air exclusively on HBO Max. In in what I can only describe as a Lex Lutheran, fuck you <laughs> to the fans. What? I mean, seriously, sketch. We have been I don't... clamoring for this for for months, years, years, years since the movie released in 2018, 17. When did it come out? Twenty eight. Getting it, and no, twenty seventeen. And we're not even getting like we're not getting it. Well, what the it. fuck, guys? <laughs> this isn't cool. Oh my and god! The, uh, I don't know. I listen. I was I was uh, privy to a uh, email communication that Shades had with the <laughs> DC streaming customer service, and and kudos to you, sir. I think you put it very well. It's Thank feeling you. like a one sided relationship. Those Thank are your you. words, and. Uh, it is. It's feeling like like a, like you know. We talk about Harley Quinn. We were just, we're we're Harley's becoming the uh, the the hero, our our, our stand up character who we want to follow, and and she's just recovering from a terribly abusive relationship, <laughs> toxic relationship, and oh yet, my God, here we are having one with the provider of such content. Should I should I read the email sketch? Feel free to. I mean, this is a public forum. Hey, DCU team, I love the idea of the DCU service, but I've got to tell you that it's a tough pill to swallow seeing exclusive content appearing all over the media landscape. Harley Quinn on TV? There's a serious lack of DC movies and content that are on other services, and the Snyder Cut of Justice League, the flagship property of the DCU, is going to be exclusively on, wait for it, HBO Max. I'm a lifelong DC reader, viewer, and fan. This relationship is starting to feel a little one-sided. The rewards concept is cool and all, but how about just rewarding us for the subscription with the content that we want and pay for? Um, and because the the rewards part of that is the service is now every time you watch specific episodes of exclusive shows, quote unquote exclusive shows on the service or read specific comics they give you reward points Mm -hmm. that you can then redeem for exclusive wallpapers um like 
backgrounds, ringtones, uh, and if you like get enough rewards, you can redeem them for physical, like exclusive posters, comics, or, and statuettes. And- so it's kind of like a subscription-based pay-to-play game. Yes! With included microtransactions. Yeah. And all of the content isn't even there. That's the... Like, Shazam isn't on the this, this service. Aquaman isn't on... None of the... Like, Wonder Woman, Man now, of when Steel... We, when we none watched of it. Birds of Prey to talk about Birds of Prey, it was not on the not service. On the Is streaming it still service. not on the service? Uh, let, me, let me just check that quickly. I mean... I, I, I would say it's probably still not on the service. DC Universe, you guys, you need a dictionary, and you have to look up a couple keywords. Universe, that's a big one. Uh, Exclusive, that's another one. Uh, Hey, you you can watch Batman Ninja. You want to watch Batman Ninja? Guys, I would highly recommend, instead of watching Batman Ninja, you just listen to our episode on Batman Ninja. You'll have a much more enjoyable time. You can watch the 1978 Superman the movie. Because that's what we were clamoring for. That's what we wanted. Um, basically all of the animated stuff. Uh, I take that back. Most of the animated stuff is on the service, and then for movies right now they have Superman, eighty nine Batman, Batman Returns, Watchmen. Uh, they have the. Wonder Woman 1974 made for TV movie that is not connected to the 70s TV series. And they have the 1987 version of the spirit. Who the fuck wants to watch the 1987 version of the spirit? So I guess to sum it all up. Oh my God. You guys are making it really hard. When you treat us like this. For us then to also defend you just because we love your worlds and your characters. Now it's starting to hurt. It really is. And listen, there are shows on the DC streaming service that we really like and we want to see continue and, and keep going on. Right. Uh, but but I have no faith that uh, those aren't going to migrate over to something else like HBO Max. And, and uh, then what's the point? Yeah, I mean, here's a here's a great example sketch, um, and I am excited to talk about this while we're talking about the DC universe, and then we can kind of move on from there. Um, Stargirl, mm-hmm. the the newest DC, not quite Arrowverse show. It's a it's produced by Greg Berlanti. It has the feel of the Arrowverse exclusive show that was supposed to be on the streaming service is now airing a week later on the CW. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, you can watch Stargirl on the CW. Okay, because... But it's a week behind. I had, um... I had it, you know, pop up on, I don't know, something. Some feed yeah. was like, hey, Stargirl's out now. And I was like, oh, shit, I wanted to see Stargirl. But here's the thing. That was only, like, days after I found out about the Snyder Cut being right. on HBO Max. And I was like, well, fuck DC streaming. Like, I, <laughs> I I can't even get excited about these things because if if the big kahunas, if the 
big blockbusters are going to put elsewhere. Right. This this service is not going to survive. And then these shows that I will fall into getting really invested in are going to right. get scrapped because of their poor whatever the fuck this is. Well, I mean, I think the writing on the wall is that um, they're going to fold these shows and, and this service into HBO Max when it launches. Yeah. I mean, that's it feels inevitable at this mm-hmm. point. To oh, me. it certainly does. It um, certainly does. I mean, they're not going to keep a service alive to read comics no. online and, and not even current release. comics. I was going to say some comics. The comics are not current releases. Um, they're like six months behind. But uh, but I am excited for Stargirl sketch. Um, when I started reading rumblings about Stargirl, um, a lot of my comic collection was at my parents' house. Uh, we've talked about it before. I cleaned it out over the summer. And so I found all of my old comic boxes. And I have from 1999 holding it up right now makes great audio. Great audio. Yeah. Stars and Stripe issue one. I see it. Um, really cool like story. Um, by Jeff Johns, uh, Lee Motter, and Dan Davies, um, who kind of re, you know, rebirth has kind of become the thing in DC now. But but they breathed new life of the Golden Age, um, Justice Society into mainstream comic continuity. This was post Zero Hour and post Crisis, where all of the worlds had kind of fallen in on on this one Earth, and they fall, folded all continuity in and some characters just came into the the bronze age the the current age of comics um at the time and some characters got reimagined starman was no more um the original starman anyway and they they passed the torch there was still a starman but she started her journey courtney whitmore as uh uh star spangled kid the new star spangled kid and uh stripesy in his is mech, mech suit stripe pat dugan it was original creation. It was very new. It was very different from what, how they were telling stories in comics at the time. And what's really cool about the Stargirl show is Jeff Johns is now like the Kevin Fe- uh, Kevin Feige of the DC universe to Marvel. Um, he's the he's like the creative TV consultant whenever they bring comics into the mainstream. And he created this character, Courtney Whitmore. He's the showrunner, and he's the writer of Stargirl. So the story that they're telling feels really authentic to the story that they did in the comics, and I think has improved upon it in real ways. I think Courtney Whitmore is a much more likable character. Luke Wilson as Pat Dugan is just great flipping casting, and the effects are like, I mean... It's very impressive. I'm very excited for this series. Uh, I'm, a, I, I'm a little too old for the target demographic now uh, of the kind of stories they're telling, but it's never stopped. You. It's never stopped me before. And I, I think it's just really great storytelling. And it's uh, it's just fanciful enough to get like my my inner comic kid excited uh, while also believing that this could be a pseudo reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's it's close it looks enough and feels enough like our real world while capturing the the fun and excitement that comes along with you know, finding out you have superpowers yeah um unlike some of the other 
Arrowverse shows that we've gotten in the last couple of years or, or as the Arrowverse has changed? Well, I'm excited to hear it's on CW because honestly, I, I, I no longer, yeah. I am no longer with the exception of a very few shows that really I don't even follow anymore. I'm no longer in that boat of like, I need to see these. Right. ASAP. I am more in a in a uh, binge or fit in when I can right. kind of of watcher now. And I am not always uh by my computer uh and or have access to my tablet. I really don't like watching things on my tablet if I'm being honest. I agree. I still like watching things on TV. And DC streaming still doesn't hook up to any of the things I have for my TV. It is shocking to me that they still do not have two years into their platform. We're just starting the second year of the platform. They still don't have a PlayStation app. Yeah, It is shocking to me that it you, is. they're saying you have to have an Xbox if you want to watch this on a screen other than your computer or tablet. So I was initially bummed because I was like, I just can't get, I want, I wanted to get into Stargirl. I was excited about Stargirl, but I just can't like, I can't put my heart into another DC streaming service no. show. You don't have to. Uh, and so now that I don't have to, I am, I'm going to set the table and I'm, I'm going to start picking that one up. Cause yeah. um, when we got that little, when we got that little uh, taste uh, at the end of Arrowverse, I mean, yeah. I mean, all it was, was basically a still, Yep. Uh, but I was like, Ooh, Stargirl's coming. It's good. Uh, it's yeah. it's I really top notch. I think they stepped up the production value and the storytelling, and um, yeah, I'm excited. Right. Before so, we move on so from uh, yeah, before we move on from DC, just sketch. How excited are you for the Snyder Cut? Oh, I'm very excited. I mean, I I um, you know, and did you I, see I, they're I, talking about like a six part series, like bringing yeah, which up I, I think would be cool. I, I mean. I'm certainly definitely to the point now where where I much prefer like a really good planned out series right to a movie. Uh, I mean, just look at like the Star Wars universe and right. what what they've been able to do with Mandalorian and the last season of Clone Wars that they were not able to do <laughs> in a quote unquote planned series of movies. Right. Um. So I am. I think that would be the smart way to go. Um. You and I talked. Justice League when it originally came out and we geeked out. We geeked out hard. There was a lot yeah, to enjoy fun. about it. Yep. But uh I am very interested to see what could have been, I guess now what will be. Right. Um it's like Schrodinger's uh Schrodinger's <laughs> editing cut of, of Justice League here. Um oh, I love it. So is it is it enough for me to pick up another streaming service? I know, right? I don't well, know. I mean, here's the thing. What's cool about um, H it being on HBO Max, I'll say, is like you you can add that onto your Amazon for a month. Oh, you can. Yeah, you can do. You can add services on through Amazon and turn them off. And oh well, that's excellent. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's... Oh, well, then you're you're just you're just upping my excitement for a lot of things. You told me that um, Star Girl. I don't have to watch it through. DC streaming and you're telling me I <laughs> I can still watch my Snyder cut without having to you know sell another chunk of my soul to another streaming service <laughs> all right sketch uh, we've been accused of being DC apologists before we got to move on from DC wait 
are we being very pro DC right now? <laughs> because we're just taking a like we're this taking is like them to therapy, task, but we're spending a lot like, of time on this. Is like just getting out away from it and just letting it all out because it just feels bad, man. It feels it, bad. It really does. And that's it. That's it. And if guys, if we change our tune soon, it's because big DC streaming reached out and bought us. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, have this this subscription for life." Yeah. Like, Even then, thanks. I'd still be like, "Can I watch uh, it on my PlayStation?" Yeah, right. Do you get PS4 app yet? <laughs> um, should I? We, you brought it up. Should we? Should we dive into Mandalorian? Sure. Oh my Mandalorian. god! How like such good news coming from Mandalorian? Star Wars kid, how excited are you? Oh, I'm very excited. I am. I'm very excited. I will still say the news of Ahsoka, and then uh, almost immediately followed by the news of Rex making an appearance. Those were like the peak of my excitements. Everything else is still great news that I've been hearing. Well, wait, is Rex making an appearance or did they just cast um, the actor to play Boba Fett? Well, I suppose I should clarify and say that is a lot of the internet speculations. Oh, that okay. So the speculation is that Rex is still out there and kicking. Yes, um, and that's that's one of the ones I like to How kind of amazing one that dream be. about. I would be so excited. Um, oh, because I mean, I mean, uh, just don't get. Uh, their journey I, is so beautiful. I, like, one of the things you, uh, I've been talking about in real life with with. The friends of mine it. is that I'm pretty sure in the entirety of the Star Wars universe now, like Ahsoka and Rex are my top tier characters. Yeah, and and I don't even mean like in terms of um like they're the most badass, even though I think they are, but they are like the best written, developed, developed, performed characters right in that entire universe. Well, Dave entire... Filoni, I mean, you know. yeah. You know, when you look at his pedigree, Avatar, The Last Airbender, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, he's just a great flipping storyteller yep. and character creator. So I'm very excited about that. And um, I always forget her name. You told me it earlier. Bo. Oh, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Katie, Ka uh, not Katie Cassidy. Um, snooze. Uh Snooze. Her name is Snooze. No, 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 no. That's a great name. Uh, Katie Sackoff. Katie Sackoff. Geeking out with Shade, Sketch, and Snooze. snooze. Wait, Katie, that name sounds familiar, and I don't know. Uh, uh, um, Starbuck. Starbuck. Starbuck's Starbuck. playing Bo-Katan. Battlestar. Okay, I can see that. I can legit yeah. see that, though. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. She's an angel. Or is she? No, we might never pretty, know. Pretty sure she was an angel. I mean, it made no sense, but pretty sure. Now, and then probably the best news of Mandalorian. Um, Timothy Oliphant is going to be in season two. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's 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 your the, the thing I was referencing was that it looks like it's on, track. on time. Yes, yeah. it's going to drop, uh, which on is time. like dare I say a miracle in right in, in this day and age, in this twenty twenty. So. Guys, there's things to look forward to. There's there's a light at the end of the tunnel. October 2020. So, guys, all you have to do is make it to them. Yeah. Can you do it? You've made it this far. You can do it. You can do it. And are we going to cover it? You bet your sweet oh, ass we're going to cover it. Of course we are. 
Of course we're going to cover it. Um, any, anything else Star Wars related sketch? Just no. the, the Duel of the Fates animatic that you shared with me. Yeah, that was... Oh my god, what a great movie that could have been. That was awesome and a little sad. There right? were definitely parts of it that... Uh, okay, so what we're talking about is... Um, and we'll we'll link to it in the show notes. Sure. There, there is, you know, the the leaked Sketch, scripts. Will you send me that link so I can put it in the show notes again? Yeah, no problem. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, there is, you know, the leaked script of what uh, the final movie in the Star Wars saga could have been, and um, someone has taken that and and animated it quite quite well, <laughs> really quite well, beautifully. Uh, is this and, is this, and, is, this star, is this space battle going to be too much for you to animate? Uh, can you can you just put Chewie in an X wing? Because that's the thing; the it's someone else is you know kind of narrating it over, um, and you you get little glimpses of what oh, we could have been had. so great. And there are certainly things that I I disagree with, but I I think there's far more things that I I wanted that we didn't get. And I will tell you the the number one thing from that that it borderline pains me that we did not get is. Luke Skywalker haunting haunting Kylo Ren. Oh my! Yeah, because that is that's the Mark Hamill performance yep. that I that wanted. I want to see. And and listen, you and I we're still talking Last Jedi. You I and know. I have, you and I have had some <laughs> issues with Last Jedi. Just a few, and, one, or, and, one or two, one or and two. One of those has has long been you know the the way they left Luke, the way they portrayed Luke, blah 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 blah. But. They, that's canon now. That's out there. Right. We have to deal with that. Then to move forward from and that naturally up. Yeah. and not pick it up into the, the you know, see around kid as like right. the last thing he says. And then it's such a no missed opportunity. Soon. It's I mean, it's just it's just bad storytelling. And yeah. I mean, you could say like we've certainly said, you know, enough times. Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. But then you can also say like, fuck you, J.J. Abrams for like just ignoring everything he did in that movie. Well, the thing um, is, is that the pendulum swung. It did and really like, far one way. And then it swing swung back really far the other way. And, I'll, but I'll just say sketch force awakens is as near to a perfect soft reboot continuation, uh, to a story mm-hmm. that you could possibly hope for. Yeah. Um, and I will, I will still say just, what an what an what an egregious offense um installment two for you know the filmmaker to just shirk any responsibility that he had to tell a succinct story mm-hmm. and that's i mean at the end of the day that you <laughs> hey we're we're bringing back this franchise that's beloved by billions of people around the world 30 years later you get to direct the the climax of the story in in part two the second installment all you gotta do all you gotta do is run the ball down the field you don't even have to carry it into the end zone subvert subvert your expectations (laughs) well that's what they want me to do oh luke skywalker like the only guy left from the original movie that we could possibly have in the third installment, because the first guy like had in his contract, he had to kill him off at the end of the first movie. And then, and then the space princess died in real life. The only, nope, kill him. 
He's dead. Yep. No reshoot. But, but Don't also, fix it. Also, before you kill him, and like, how do you, you know, like, kill everyone's love of him, kill too. Her, exactly. And memories yeah. Yeah. and like everything he could have been. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Um, and then, and then what do you like, you know, so never mind, like whether you like the movie or don't like the movie, what, the, what the fuck did you leave the, the next person in the door with? Yeah. Like, can you imagine, can you imagine like, so force f- rise of Skywalker, almost like universally meh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if they had got like some unknown or like up and coming, like, um, really really talented like like savvy voice of her generation director Mm -hmm. to take on the third installment at that point like can you just imagine the internet trolls and like would have been blamed for ruining star wars for all eternity yeah like what would they what the you know what was i left with lando they left me with fucking lando yeah like that's it that's all that was left lando and wedge that's that's what they had to work with i love me some wedge i do love me some wedge but not enough to bring that trilogy home um and and we'll leave star wars boy this is like the dead horse episode because we're just like (laughs) eating but um yeah i will another thing i read recently online which i was like yeah boy that would have been amazing is someone <laughs> arguing that, uh, and I think I did talk about this a little bit when we talked about one of the two. I'm sure you did. But but talking about how Finn should have been the Jedi, or Finn at least should have been the Jedi. Jedi. Yes. And one of the one of the points they made, which I think they just made it so much better than I did whenever I attempted to do it organically, was that like, okay, would it have been yet another uh, yet another male Jedi when instead we could have had a female Jedi? Sure. But what the more interesting thing is, is that we Ray was all so much about Ray was her big difference was that she she was a girl. She otherwise she was Luke Skywalker. Right. She was like a stranded kid who dreamed of of something greater than her, and who the Force catapults into Star basically. Right. Whereas the story of Finn would have been a stormtrooper. The, the the lowest of the low in uh, the, the janitor the janitor he was in, legitimately the janitor inside the the evil entity inside the evil force that's that's taking over breaking out and then how much he could have done with like recruiting other stormtroopers and other imperial or first order sympathizers away from the organization how much it would have driven kylo ren insane this guy who is like so <laughs> proud of his lineage that he has like his grandfather's molten skull on a pedestal. You're no in the Skywalker. Yeah, that he just has like a lowly janitor stormtrooper who becomes his force <laughs> rival. Like that would fucking drive him nuts. Well, I'll just say too been amazing. Uh, that I I agree a hundred percent sketch. But even if you don't go that route, um, Colin Trevorrow's original script, uh, you know, who is Ray? Mm. I mean that that's I can't believe that JJ didn't pick that up in the third installment. It's like because he did borrow loosely so much else from the Duel of the Fate script that mm-hmm. that Ray being the daughter of two of Luke's students, and that also then explains the the difference in age in Kylo and Ray. I mean the the most bizarre fucking thing of the whole thing is that like JJ turns Kylo and Ray into a love story. 
mm-hmm. at the end. As much as mm-hmm. I don't want, like, I, I was kind of like, no, maybe they're just happy to be alive. No, I mean, it, no, they, he, it's clearly like some kind of bizarre, disgusting attraction thing. There's going some on mutual there. attraction going on between the two. And it's uh, such a more, such a more powerful story that the daughter of the students that Kylo Ren cut down. Yeah rises to to like meet him mm-hmm. and becomes his better just um have them both be the new jedi uh, sure yes absolutely i i think i think those two things combined like like the lowly stormtrooper and the 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 last jedi uh, mm-hmm. like the the last the daughter classically of trained last or like classically the closest trained thing to a, cl- a classically trained that jedi. you have yeah, yeah sure like what a great story and i just i don't i don't know it's yay it's star wars so we'll all cheer and chewy gets a medal Ugh, you know how i feel about chewy i know too little too late too bring his kid out there <laughs> they're all dead Send they're a rug home. they're a rug somewhere Send, like they're uh they're pelts on a they're pelts on a b- yeah. bounty hunter's lapel anyway Epilet, boy, these are now two dead horses in the goko with us okay well let's bring it home with deadpool 3 okay deadpool um, 3 and this is news to me this okay is so me. uh rob liefeld creator mm-hmm. of deadpool um was asked recently about deadpool 3 and he was a creative consultant on the first two uh and he gave this like freewheeling uh borderline offensive tirade about how Deadpool is dead at Marvel. They have no interest. If you look at their releases for the next five years, there's no Deadpool three in their slate. You know, Mar- Fa- Marvel phase four is, is kind of wonky uh, when you consider that, like everything built over 10 years to like tell this story. And phase four is Shang Chi and the 10 rings and Dr. Fate in the multiverse of madness. Pumped. Pumped. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, subvert your expectations. Um, So Rob Liefeld, you know, kind of really in an expletive rate laden uh, tirade, uh, just kind of like Disney has no interest in in Deadpool. It's not slated. It's not in production. Ryan Reynolds has kind of said the opposite of that. And maybe that just means they're talking about it and trying to figure out where it fits, if it fits. There are certainly places in their release schedule, like they don't say what movies are coming out. They just say like 2023, there's a movie here. We don't know what it is yet. So that could very easily become Deadpool um, because I, I don't think those movies take a particularly long time to make. Hmm. You know what I mean? They're they're small scale sure. comparatively to the rest of the Marvel Universe. But um, thankfully, I mean, yeah. And That's a lot of the good about them. Just today, Rob Liefeld, uh, he's going to have he's launching his own podcast and he posted art. Um, he put this is the art. I'm going to share it with you right now. This is what he posted on Instagram sketch. Um, screen sharing, man. It just really does add a, a whole new level, a whole new level. Here you go. Oh, my. What do you oh, what do you my. think of that? Well, that's. That is the that is the art that he posted today, and it is for those of you who can't see it. It is Deadpool holding Mickey Mouse by the tail, yeah, with a bullet hole in his head, yeah, yeah, that and, you can see clear through. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, that is particularly tough for me because uh, watch a lot of Mickey in the house lately. So he is a he is a oh, living, breathing right. character. Sorry. Oh boy, that is traumatic. Sorry to yeah. 
Sorry about that. God, you have a lot of tabs open. I do. I have a lot of tabs that I have to use. It's like day. it's like playing fifty two card pickup <laughs> on your desktop. <laughs> um, I know so much wasted system memory, but uh, so so Disney kind of maintains like no oh, Deadpool three. It's a thing, and Rob Liefeld maintains that it's it's dead in the water. They won't be making it. Certainly, uh, I mean, he probably won't be involved with the third Deadpool movie, but um. He he also kind of has a, a history of being very controversial. Um, he tried suing Marvel earlier in his career. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think I think it's difficult um, when people create something they, and they feel ownership over that thing. And as a thing grows and changes and gets bought by multinational corporations, like how do you assert your your control over that thing or your ownership of that thing but um i certainly don't think deadpool is is dead i think they'll it'll be back in some form it's it's a stupid business decision not to yeah but uh it's just kind of what what will what will that look like how will it emerge will it be an actual third installment will they make the the x-force movie that was rumored before um disney bought Fox, you know, who knows what it'll be, but uh I don't think Rob Liefeld's helping the cause. No, I don't think he is. I mean, I wonder if like his his thought is like I'll just be so controversial that they'll have to make a third Deadpool movie just to shut me up. Like kind of that's some kind a, of bizarre bizarre belligerent reverse psychology. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. But uh yeah, so there's there's been a lot of Deadpool not news in the news lately not news yeah i mean there's no movie slated yeah and that's the news that's the news there's we should we should have a news stinger we could do that so guys any other updates i think that i think that's the major news updates just finally i thought we'd end on a high note uh we bear bears movie I love Wee Bear Bears sketch. I've talked about this before. I love, oh, I, you I love, love those three bears, those three bu- brother bears who are not brother bears. They're not even the same species of bear, but whatever. I think it's a great metaphor for our time that a, a panda, a grizzly bear, and a polar bear. I guess the grizzly and the polar bear are basically the same bear, but you get my point. Can cohabitate and form a family unit. But the the Wee Bear Bears movie is dropping on June eighth on-demand uh streaming service it'll cost you 15 bucks um i'll watch it and then they're gonna do a spin-off series uh following the baby bears there you go baby bears and i love that show we baby bears i'll watch I, it i'll watch the I shit out of it. that I, I i will still give it a shot i just haven't gotten around to it that's okay you ever feel like you just can't get to everything yeah 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 a lot of that lately yes there is but uh, it's on netflix sketch so you can uh, you can get to it when you Ooh, when you have the opportunity that's nice that'd be yeah, something fun to watch with doodle yeah because i'm sticking with the netflix to yeah. enjoy the oh netflix. yeah yep um which is a great opportunity i think to talk about next week yes and the week after yes you guys are you ready for a little bit of a story are you all settled in here's the story <laughs> i said to shades i said you know what movie i'd like to do I would what like movie would you do, like to do, Sketch? I'd like to do Dragonheart. Do you remember <gasps> Dragonheart? 
I love Dragonheart. From the 90s, Sean Connery. How many dragons do you know? I Let's do it. Let's do Dragonheart. Nice standalone movie. Easy. It's on Netflix. Accessible. One and done. Here's the thing. There's fucking five Dragonhearts. (laughs) Did you know there are five Dragonhearts? I knew there were two. I knew there were two. And I I was happy not to do the second one. Um, Here's the thing, though, guys. Five. Once, once five you get going, fucking movies. Once you get going, you it's hard stop. to stop. It's yeah. You know. So, um, Shade, you're already done with all five, right? I am finished with all five. Okay. I consumed those movies rather quickly. I am, I'll say this: from three, from three forward, they're very they just go one into the next. They're very yeah. bingeable. Um, so I'm I just finished three. I got two more to go. So we're gonna hold off on Dragonheart just a week, just yes. a, just a mere week. Uh, and the, the other big news from Netflix, of course, is that, uh, I guess last week as of recording, they released Avatar, the last airbender, which has complete first Bravo, Bravo yes. Netflix and Nickelodeon Bravo. for coming to that deal. That's yes. fantastic. Good. Good on you. Because, uh, there's a lot of, uh, people who have never seen it, uh, and a lot of a younger generation who didn't grow up with it, who all of a sudden, I have a lot of time in front of a screen right now. Number one on Netflix. Right. The most watched thing on Netflix. uh, So you might remember longtime listeners if you are a longtime listener. And if you've only heard one episode, you're a longtime listener. Just to let you know. Secret. Uh, But we talked Avatar at length. Yes. Oh, a year ago? A year and a half ago? So next week, while I'm watching Dragonheart and finishing up that, uh, <laughs> we are going to re-release our uh, our. We're going to re-release Avatar, our the Avatar last Airbender. Yes, episode, and uh, we that was episode thirty-four. Nice. Uh, that was that was December of twenty eighteen sketch. Wow, great episode art for that one. It was yes, and so we're gonna we're gonna link in the show notes to this episode to that episode, and we'll also be reposting that episode this week and uh that'll give me a chance to to, to finish my dragon heart binge all five and uh and then we will be back the the week after with a, a brand fresh new episode. episode yeah uh, so no midstream in between our avatar repost and our new dragon heart so you got all that so that's that's three seasons of avatar you need to watch <laughs> and five dragon hearts <laughs> you got that everybody yeah you can skip the second light dragon viewing. heart if you want to. Just you you can really skip. honestly skip the guys, second dragon guys, heart. It's not we'll good. get there. We're going <laughs> to talk about it. Believe me. <laughs> we are going to talk about it because there's a lot. There's oh. way more than I thought to say about Dragonheart. I, I, yes. Strong like, agree. I, I legit just wanted to do it because I was like, oh, I remember Dragons. really liking that movie. Yeah. And it's Sean fucking Connery. We've done like nothing with Sean Connery nothing yet. With, right. And wow did i open like a box pandora's here. box yeah draco's box yeah and uh you guys you're gonna go on the journey with us as, <laughs> as we unpack this thing because <laughs> highs and lows and nostalgia and 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 disappointments and like we've it's hitting every human emotion it, it yes it has hit every human emo- we've talked about this before i i i text you as i'm watching things yes, and, I try, and i try and keep them as spoiler free as possible um i said i was gonna try and tweet but guys i'm really enjoying my time away from the social internet and the thought of going back is just, just daunting um 
but I have sent you, I think, some of some of my best, like, what the fuck tweets that I've ever sent you came from watching Dragon the Heart Dragon too. Heart. The just the whole thing. The whole thing. But yeah, like, yeah, particularly Dragon Heart 2. There's a lot um, to say about two and like none of it good. Wow. But guys, we're gonna get there. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing that there's a three, but it also it makes is, complete sense yes. there's a fifteen year gap between <laughs> two and three. Like uh, who would have thought that like Dragonheart is the Star Wars of its genre? Yeah. It's like whoever was was helming Dragonheart was like, listen, we just need to let the generation who knew Dragonheart 2 like grow up and get yeah. out of this yep. before we go into this again. Yeah. And yeah. This- Dragonheart 2 recorded on a Fisher Price uh record uh tape recorder. And you'd think you'd think, well, okay, yeah, the dragon has to be recorded. No, what well, every fucking person in that movie is is recorded. Yeah. Guys, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about <laughs> All of them. I assume there'll be stuff to talk about in four and five. There's certainly stuff to talk about in three, and uh, and one. Oh my god! Oh one. my god! If Whatever you, if you, accent Dennis Quaid is doing in that movie. Ah, guys, I can't wait to talk about it. If you only watch one of them, watch the first one. Watch the it's, first one. It's, it's a classic. But the, honestly, three and from what Shade says, four and five. Four. I. I mean, I uh, just spoiler free. I think four is my favorite. I after we watched uh two and decompressed uh the missus and i we watched three and at, at the end of the movie she kind of turned to me and she's like i you you might not want to hear this but i think that's the best one yet <laughs> through yeah through yeah. is very good and i was yeah. like no it was very good i was, was like surprised especially coming off of two but we digress we're like getting into the yeah, yeah, stop, right now. stop talking about it uh, guys okay so uh just just to follow up uh just to re- recap summarize uh, th- this next week, Avatar The Last Ender, Airbender repost. And then in two weeks, brand new episode, the Dragonheart universe. The universe. Little did we know. Oh, my God. Little did we know. It's like uh, that. Remember when we did Knight Rider? Yeah, it is like that. It's exactly like that. Um, Would you have thought that we'd be coming out of this midstream saying that... <laughs> Dragonheart understands the word universe better than DC yes. universe. I would not have imagined that, but it and, yes. and here it is. It's, it's full circle. Um, guys, we're got we got to clean up these dead horses. <laughs> and <laughs> so I, have dead some, horses. I have some Dragonheart to watch. And guys, um, how many dragons do you know? Uh, at this point, five. Can, John Connery. I think. That episode is going to be almost exclusively in Sean Connery voices, so that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh ben God. fucking Kingsley is the dragon in the third one. Patrick Stewart's the dragon in four. I'm looking forward to that. And Helen and spoiler, Helena Bonham Carter in five. So they're like still getting people and and five. Okay, we're like getting like, close to this Dragonheart episode, but if you think these are all old, didn't Dragonheart five like five come out like just, this year? Just dropped. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, just dropped. Yeah. When, brand new so there's gonna be a six when i you know there's gonna be a six legit when i suggested dragon heart guys i really only thought there was the, one movie. the 1996 dennis quaid and Sean then i Connery. said there was like there's a second one but it's terrible and we don't have to watch it yeah but you, you type in dragon heart in the old netflix and all of a sudden boom, 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 boom. what so, so sketch i typed in dragon heart mm-hmm. series thinking there were two films and then what i saw was the five disc um Whoa. like 
metal can. I was Whoa. like, five moon? Like, what the fuck? And we were like, well, we only have to do one and two. Yeah. Maybe even just one. I'm glad and then we, we went all in. I'm glad. And then we watched at least the first one. We're like, oh, fuck this. Let's just keep going. <laughs> it's it's also somehow the uh, Fast and Furious of its genre. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's going to be so many comparisons. There's going to be so many comparisons when we talk Dragonheart. So Bam. get ready for that. And uh, enjoy Two a little, little Avatar recap. If you uh, are brand new to the show, welcome welcome yeah you know we're we're the nice thing about the avatar fandom is that it's it's not like well i've been here since the beginning now that's get, so get true, away sketch. get away posers it's like welcome guys we, welcome. we follow the teachers of uncle Iroh, yes and uh yes we're so happy that you can uh enjoy this that you have access to such a, a beautiful thing so yeah enjoy your and avatar enjoy your dragon hearts most of it most of it <laughs> Four to five, ain't bad. Yeah. And, uh, and, and uh, uh, before we sign off, guys, I would just like to say uh, welcome to all of our new patrons. Thank you so much to our longtime listeners who have slid on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash shades and sketch and become uh, supporters of the show and members of the Geeking Out Kids Club for adults who are basically still children. Uh, you can get your member welcome pack at our Patreon uh, right now. Supplies are limited. And we are just six more no, patrons away from close. live watching cats release, release the, the butthole butt cut. cut. That will be on DC Universe. I bet. It will. That, that yes. one they're going to be like, well, clearly. We got it. for the fans. We got it. Yep. And, uh, guys, and, and uh, one last thing. We're just, we're organic today. Uh, <laughs> thanks again, Zara, for joining us for Harley. Yes. Because again, a lot of didn't fun. have to do it, and we love geeking out with you. Thank yeah. you so much. And uh, guys, and for all the rest of you, see ya. See you next time. Uh-huh.